0: Picture it, Los Angeles, 2022.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines, and I'm Carrie Darty. It doesn't really work as well with yours, does it? Because it's just like, the, nope. he no, he doesn't mm. Maybe not. Um, and this yeah. is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it. But we ran out of episodes. So now we're bank breaking and banking down all the 24 episodes of the Golden Palace, which, of course, is a spinoff of the Golden Girls and is currently streaming in the United States on Hulu.
0: It sure is, and we just watched season one, episode 13, titled Rose and Fern, which aired on January 8th, 1993, and is the one where, guess what, Miles is back, everybody. Piece <sighs> of shit, Miles, has come to tell Rose he's getting married. Cool, cool, cool. Fuck you, Miles. Um, also, Blanche is embezzling money from the hotel.
1: Which is really funny, but um, we should say, we should trigger warning, if you will, that because we know that some, not, we are aware that not every listener hates Miles as much as we do, especially as much as I do. I feel like I hate Miles more than you do, Carrie. Um, but I think you hate him sufficiently enough as well, right?
0: Yes, we've talked about this. I I was team Miles yes. a long time ago, yeah. and I, I hate Miles, but I hate him so much.
1: So if you're, a, even though Miles is not necessarily a massive part of this episode, thank God, um, but if you are a Miles stan, maybe this episode isn't for you.
0: <laughs> Perhaps.
1: Because we're going to be hating on Miles probably quite a bit, and you're just going to have to love it. But if you are team hate Miles, you are in the right place because we are here to hate some Miles today, baby.
0: We are. Yeah. Put your hate hats on, everybody. Um, H.L. And how are you? What's happening?
1: My hate hat never came off. <laughs> um no I'm good I'm good I'm we are busily getting ready for Golden Girls Con this weekend in Chicago um Elliot Blazer and I will be there both of us will be there I will of course be at Sadie Pines and we have so many looks I have some I have my nails ready I've been painting nails all week
0: oh they look gorgeous
1: lots of sparkle there um some great looks coming some Great ideas. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. You can see me in the afternoon starting on Friday and Saturday, and I believe Sunday as well. So, because I don't do anything in the mornings. I mean, Carrie knows this. I am not a morning person, especially a Sadie. There is nothing happening in the morning with me. Um, So, (laughs) if if you want to see me, you got to stay in the afternoon and it's going to be wonderful. How are you, Carrie?
0: Oh, I'm. I'm getting by.
1: Yeah, you've had a, st- we've, we've both experienced, um, I, I haven't been as stressed as you are, but you were very stressed about technology for the last, and I want you to let that energy go.
0: I'm trying to let it go. I was having some technological problems, but prior to that, can I tell you a quick story and everybody please humor me about wall paint for a moment. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. You decide, Hey, I want to paint a wall in I my, never
1: do that, but yes, go on.
0: Sure. You, you decide you want to paint a wall in your place. Yeah. You ca- you have an idea of color. Yeah. You go to home Depot yeah. yeah. and you suddenly realize, Oh wow. There's like a lot of subtlety when it comes to color. You've oh, seen yeah. the swatches. Oh, I know. You want to make sure you're getting the right color, the color that you're actually looking for. And what then do it you, looks what on your you, wall. Exactly. What yeah. would you do?
1: Well, um, I would lean on Michael because he's better at these things than I am in terms of color and understanding colors and stuff. Uh, Because I think I'm kind of colorblind. Not really, but I don't really see color the same way. Um, But what I would do is I would clear a space on the wall that I'm intending to paint. I would bring home, I would have Home Depot like make little samples for me of, I would select the colors I want. I'd have them make little samples for me that I could then come home and maybe paint a swatch on the wall because I've seen people do that where they like on 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 the comeback I think they had like three different types of paint or something and they all look the same is that my Mm -hmm. am I remember that's the comeback
0: oh it's the comeback
1: and 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 so I would do that I would paint it on the wall so that I could see in my own space how the how the sun hits it how the color looks in my space because it's different lighting than in Home Depot you know those kind of things
0: so you would do what a smart person would do.
1: Okay, <laughs> I would also hire someone to do this for me. By the way, I would not do this myself.
0: Well, it as it turns out, Stan and I are not smart people when it comes to <laughs> wall painting. Here's what we did. Okay. We wanted to paint one wall yeah. in our living room, one wall, an accent wall. That's hmm. it. One wall. One a wall. Old
1: color or something maybe.
0: A sage green, oh, a that's gentle so sage green, oh, calming. I go to Home Depot. I'm a little overwhelmed by the swatch colors.
1: Yeah, of course. So I
0: send a bunch of them to Stan. We both decide on a color. Yeah. I buy a gallon of the color.
1: Is he deciding? Wait. Oh, wow. So he's just, oh, wow. Okay. He's looking at
0: photos on the phone.
1: Fatal errors. Because the colors on the phones can even look different than they do in person.
0: So I buy a gallon. Oh, wow. One gallon for one wall. I bring it home. Stan starts to paint the wall and we go, do we like this color? And I go, you know, I think we just got to see the whole wall.
1: No, no. Stan
0: paints the whole wall. We're looking at it and I'm like, maybe it'll look different in the daylight.
1: I will say though, can I, and, and this is an image probably only the only I will be able to love, but I do like the image of like Stan up there painting the wall. I imagine he's wearing like a tank top and he has shirtless. Like, He has always oh, shirtless even better. Mm-hmm. And he has like a little rag in his back pocket. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to paint this wall for you, Carrie. And he's just like painting the wall. And it's like manly and hot, but also like practical, you know? Yeah,
0: it's, it's very practical. Let know. me tell you, this color was Ninja Turtle green. We woke <laughs> up in the morning and we were both like, oh, no, no, no.
1: That's the third Ninja Turtle reference today. So, heard,
0: by the way. Oh, well, this is my first one. So I had picked a bunch of swatches um, while I was at Home Depot and I said, okay, light sage, we're gonna agree on this color. And Stan went, yep, that's the color. There's a closer lumber yard. They have a paint section. So I go there and I bring the swatch. Guess what? They don't have the same brand of paint. Yeah, of course. So I pick what I think is the closest one to light sage. However, I had forgotten to bring the swatch. So I was looking at the light sage photo on my phone. Oh, I find the closest thing that matches. I order a quart cause I'm smart, not yeah. a gallon, a quart. I bring it home. Yeah. Stan starts to paint and I go, Hmm, it looks kind of gray. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it does. And I go, well, maybe it we just, maybe we just got to paint like more of the wall. So Stan paints a good part of the wall. And then we go, this isn't the right color. So I look, we're looking at the light sage swatch man. and I said, This poor is man. the color I want. I just want this. And Sam was like, We gotta go all the way to Home Depot. Home Depot is like half hour away. So today Stan goes back to Home Depot and gets a quart of the light sage. So this is now our third trip. We have a baby. Our free time is so precious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third paint job. But I'll tell you what, that light sage looks perfect on the wall. But oh, my God, was it a journey getting there? And that's what you're all saying to yourselves listening to my story. You're like, wow, Carrie, that was a journey. What What have you done to
1: us? What they're saying is it reminds them of the episode where Dorothy and Rose think they can install a toilet. And it turns out they can't install a toilet, but they can at the same time. Well,
0: they can, but they're gonna spring a leak or two. They're gonna
1: spring a leak. And you, the trips to the Home Depot and back and having to repaint is just you springing a leak, but eventually you got it. And
0: eventually we flushed the toilet and it worked.
1: Which is great, which is great. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're thinking right now, because as you were telling the story, I was thinking, oh, well, poor, poor Stan. Cause that, I mean, he, he had to do a lot of work. Like that was uh, painting the wall. That's not hard. That's, did you paint it all? Did, or did you have him paint?
0: I offered. <laughs> <laughs> I've painted walls before. I um, wouldn't,
1: I, what I would do is I would offer to paint the wall, but I would say it in a way that would imply I'm going to screw it up. You don't want me to paint a wall. You know what I'm I mean? glad to
0: help, but if you yeah. want it to look bad, I'm happy to help.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just um, this isn't what I do. It's not what I do.
0: Well, growing up, Stan's dad I think had like a rental property or two, and yeah. used the children as like free labor. So Stan grew up painting a it's lot Stan's- of interiors.
1: Stan's from Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've- Jersey people are good at like getting shit done. I'm gonna say it: New Jersey people. You guys are great because you, you you live in a state that gets made fun of all the goddamn time. And it's like it's like the Alabama of the Northeast. You know what I mean? It just gets made fun of all the time. But what I will say is Jersey people, they get shit done. You have horrible governors, but you get shit done.
0: <laughs> I think on that note, we should take a break and then come back and talk about the episode, which has nothing to do with paint or
1: toilets or New Jersey. <laughs>
0: All right, let's dive right in. We start with Sophia and Chewy in the kitchen.
1: I was very lost with the Chewy storyline.
0: Well, well, it wasn't really, it wasn't a Chewy storyline. It wasn't, it was literally, it was like, so the oven, the stove is broken is the thing. Um, And because um, Sophia keeps burning food and... um, uh, Rose left a note saying that the oven was broken, but she left it in the oven, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> um, but one thing I noted, one thing that was wild to me, I was like, wait, they have a, they're a hotel. They have a single oven, the way that like no, I have an oven no. in my in my my civilian kitchen. But anyway.
1: I was thinking that too, they serve like, you know, 15, 20 people at a time. Like how, I mean, cause the dining room small. But like, it's still, that's a small oven for that many people.
0: Yeah, it was wild. Um, so, but the reason the oven is broken, and again, it's literally only brought up again at the very end of the episode. It's to, it's to show us that the the hotel isn't doing very well. Yeah. They've been putting off some repairs. Um, and there's a really great line where Chewy's like, you know, I told Blanche to call the repairman. And Rose has since come into the kitchen and she goes, well, the only thing he ever services out here is her.
1: <laughs> Which is true.
0: Oh my gosh. It's amazing. amazingly
1: true. Yes.
0: So basically again, I feel like with episodes, it's either like the hotel has more business they can handle or they can deal with, or they've got no business at all. So this is a, the golden palace has no business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: So meanwhile, miles, as it turns out, has been trying to call Rose at the hotel.
1: The old school way of sliding into her DMs. You know, he didn't want it. And then now he wants it. And it's like, she's moved on or has she? Mm -hmm.
0: So Rose believes, and she tells this to Blanche, Rose believes that Miles is calling because his girlfriend dumped him and he has low self-esteem now, which she thinks is funny. (laughs) Um, Which again, I hate Miles, so I don't care. It's funny. Um, But she also thinks that he might want to get back together. Yeah, And she tells Blanche she's actually considering it. And I wrote in all letters the same thing I said to my television set when she said that, which was no.
1: I know. You know, Okay. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wanted to yell no. I did because I hate Miles. We know this. We've established this. However, Miles and Rose, if that's. His real name, Miles. I we're um, gonna get
0: into that later.
1: Uh, but Miles and Rose have been together for a long time. There's a familiarity, familiarity. I can't say that word there.
0: Familiarity.
1: Thank you. And and there is a comfort that that she can find. And when you invest that much into a relationship for those many at those many years at that age, I feel like on some level, it's only natural for her to think. I miss him, you know, and she's horny. And, and, and she would consider taking him back because, you know, it's like a nice little blank or a pillow that you fit nicely into. It's, 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 it's just comforting. Well, but then again, I don't want her to, I don't want her I to
0: know. And here's where I'm torn because like later she tells Blanche how long it took her to get over Charlie and, you know, with her age and everything, she just, she doesn't want to go through that again. And, you know, you have to, I don't know, but I, I still feel like don't settle. You can do better. And
1: yeah, but I don't
0: know. Like I just, it's, I, I do
1: get the idea. And I think it's really interesting of, you know, someone her age and, and again, she was married to Charlie for a long time. And so like, she needs that rock. She needs that center of her world to be able to like be consistent. And mm-hmm. Miles, for lack of a better word, has been consistent, no matter how much of an asshole he's been. And like, I guess he hasn't, other than the cheating part, he hadn't been a horrible boyfriend. You know, he was cheap and shit, but like he wasn't like, abu- he did lie about his identity and and then continue.
0: I that. know.
1: I guess maybe he was really bad. Maybe he is. Maybe he is the tender swindler.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, to the He saga. cheated on her and then like lied about it.
1: Yeah, you know, the more, the more we acknowledge the past deeds, the more he's just not looking good. You're right, he's bad. He's, no, you can do better, Rose.
0: So, but Blanche gives her amazing advice, which I love. Um, she says, he hurt you once, he'll do it again. You need to find some new men yeah and then um rose who's like feeling so down she asks blanche she goes can i sleep in your room tonight and blanche goes sure but it's gonna be a little crowded but it is a great place to meet men."
1: <laughs> that would be so oh, awkward
0: i love it so much um so meanwhile, Roland is balancing the books and there's $300 that is unaccounted for.
1: I'm tell you before we get into the Roland thing, how much, because I, I haven't watched the episodes going forward, but I know that there's a VPL moment coming with Roland and every single episode when Roland's storyline starts very early in the episode, I get super excited that the volleyball moment is going to happen in that episode. And then by the end of the episode, I get really disappointed. It hasn't happened yet.
0: No, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen because we're watching the whole season.
1: I know, but still, I I know, I know,
0: I know. (laughs) That's how I talk to Zelda when she cries when I'm cleaning poop out
1: of her butt. You mean I I go?
0: I know, I know. I'm sorry.
1: Zelda was like, "I want to see Rollins BPL."
0: (laughs) I still hear Lisa Vanderpump when you say that. (laughs) <laughs> um okay so <laughs>
1: that Bowling. was by far the funniest moment on our group chat i think i've ever had in my life we michael and i were somewhere if we were out in public when you responded with what's vpl and you, you 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 asked i think in the chat i forget what it was but i remember being in public dying of laughter mm-hmm. dying of laughter when you asked about vpl
0: this is like in season one of our podcast when you had to tell me what pegging was. <laughs> okay, there's three hundred dollars that's unaccounted for. I'm getting this train back on the tracks. <laughs> Blanche tells him what to do when she always uh, when she always finds a discrepancy in her checkbook and to put we'll it in the put it in the whoopsie column.
1: You know. In every relationship, there's one that is good with money and there's one that's a whoopsie. And you can tell Blanche is the whoopsie.
0: Do you still write checks?
1: I don't. I don't even have a checkbook. Um, But you don't I'm, have a checkbook? I don't. I don't need a checkbook. I have no, I there's nothing in my life I ever have to write checks for. Um, but I am very good with money, I will say. I think. Good. I that's feel great. like I am. That's I a do. really
0: great quality. And I person. have
1: a great credit score. So maybe I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: do you think do kids today write checks you think
1: i don't think i don't think most people do i mean i
0: i do i i have i have multiple checkbooks sometimes you just gotta write a check
1: for what though like what what is the like well like if
0: my accountant doesn't have venmo i gotta pay my accountant i gotta write my accountant check
1: yes oh that's interesting i don't i don't Everything of mine is like either monthly based or like automatic based or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I don't know. And then sometimes I can order checks through my bank. Like I can do it electronically and they send a check if I have to send a check, but I haven't had to do that in years.
0: Okay. I'm I'm interested listeners. Do you, do y'all write checks? Let us know. Um, (laughs) So there's $300 missing. Roland thinks that someone who works at the golden palace is stealing
1: I mean, I would immediately think of Sophia. I'm sorry.
0: Well, this is where I had a real... This felt like it almost needed to be a bigger story only because like, look, there are five people who work at that hotel and a missing child.
1: <laughs> Maybe he stole it to eat because so they are still abandoning him.
0: It's a bigger like... And I, I get it. It's supposed to be like a silly storyline. You're all going to be like, carry you overthinking it. But because only five people work there Yeah, and they're all really close. It's not just going, oh man, we got to figure out what employee is, is, is stealing money. It's like, Like, we have to figure out which one of our trusted friends is stealing. Like that's a huge thing to have to like come to terms with. But But anyway, it's all treated incredibly lightly as is the reveal that at the end that Blanche is embezzling. And I
1: feel like the, the reveal is like such a natural thing to think of. You know what I mean? Like uh, clearly these women don't know how to run a business. So the likelihood that they're accidentally taking petty cash could very easily be the reason.
0: I mean, on like, and I wrote it in my notes later, I was like Blanche, the other women need to buy Blanche out of this hotel. She does not, but she cannot be near money. She does (laughs) not have, she does anyway. All right. We'll keep going. Um, so, um, Uh so anyway, they think somebody that works there is stealing. Um, Blanche says, you know, we'll find the culprit. Mm. (laughs) And she says, you'd be surprised at how good I am at getting people to expose themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then Roland is like, Look, don't, you know, let's you and I just deal with this. Don't tell anybody about this. We can't let them know we have money problems. And Blanche is like, you know, a okay she immediately walks out of the office into the lobby where Blanche is. And she's like, Rose, we've got money problems.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you notice, I, this happened quite a bit in this episode where, I mean, in this scene, it was pretty natural, but there weren't a lot of quick cuts in this episode where it like, there was a joke set up and then it went to an immediately to another shot another part of like the, the hotel or the story or whatever. And like this one really wasn't a quick cut, but there's one coming up that is very much a quick cut. And I'm like, that's so rare for Golden Girls to do this.
0: Yeah, it was something that I feel like 30 Rock made really popular. It would be like a smash cut too, except yeah. 30 Rock would also do these camera like whip pans to make yes. it feel even more frenetic. Um,
1: but this was like, what? 10 years before 30 Rock? 20? No, 15 no. fifteen or 10, 10 or 15. When-
0: 74. <laughs> yeah it was before we can just historically it came before 30 rock yeah. that's about as much but i mean it was a while
1: before that that era of sort of documentary style like shows where they would do those sort of smash cuts like before that became a really popular thing
0: yeah it was they did it it, it worked very well for the comedic time i think
1: friends did it too a lot actually
0: probably and seinfeld definitely yeah Um, so, uh, so the, the big takeaway from this conversation between Blanche and Rose is like, they can't turn down any business because they're losing they're literally losing money because somebody might be stealing it so not only does yeah. blanche need to find the culprit but also like we can't turn down business yeah. which honestly an oven breaking i feel like is enough for like we have so many repairs we have to do we can't turn down business the money being stolen also feels like it just feels like a hat on a hat a little bit anyway yeah, yeah. um blanche has a great line where she goes if we lose any more business we'll be out walking the streets and rose goes at least you'll have a job
1: Which, I mean, not a lie.
0: Yep. It was amazing. So just then, a woman walks in. This (gasps) is Fern, played by an actor named Nanette Yeah. who had an arc as the grandmother on the original uh, Norman Lear One Day at a Time series.
1: Well, and she also is a pretty legendary sort of TV actress, especially in the early days of television. She won um, a few Emmys for... A show called Caesar's Hour, Sid Caesar, I guess it was. Um, and I mean, she was, you know, she was she pretty respectable career.
0: I and I enjoyed her very much in this episode. Um, so uh, Nanette Fabre uh, as Fern. Um, has an amazing exchange with Blanche yeah. as to why she is here at the hotel. And I think we have to play it because it's just, it's beautiful. Excuse me,
1: I'm looking for a friendly, relaxed place to hold my wedding. Well, oh, you certainly welcome. came to the right place. Oh, we're wedding specialists. Oh,
0: for the right price, we can do anything. <laughs> I can give you ice sculptures, a uh, champagne fountains, a string quartet. We're getting married in two days crepe paper and pudding pops take it or leave it i i love the blanche's turn in her tone when it's like ice sculptures champagne fountains and she's like we're getting married in two days she's like i'll give you crepe paper and pudding pops take it or leave it
1: pudding pops are delicious though so i would definitely attend that wedding and be satisfied
0: yeah i put it yeah pudding pops are amazing i've always
1: said i want to get married at a buffet so like why not throw in pudding pops
0: Oh yeah. If I were having, if I were hosting like a, a big, huge wedding, I'd still want pudding pops.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so then oh, How about like
1: the personalized pudding cups? The ones that you don't have to refrigerate. they just come in the big box.
0: What? Oh, those kinds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. That'd be yes. good. It's like party favors. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Just eat at room temp. Oh, I want one now.
1: I have some. I have some up there. The snack oh. they're snack packs.
0: Snack packs. Yeah.
1: We, we at Costco is it we,
0: chocolate is it vanilla is it butterscotch or is it chocolate with vanilla swirl?
1: It's chocolate's it's chocolate and vanilla but no swirl. It's just like there's chocolate ones and there's vanilla ones. But if you combine oh. them you can make a swirl.
0: My favorites were the ones that were chocolate and then you had like a little tiny swirl of vanilla and then more chocolate. Mm-hmm. I was like the the scooch ones. Yeah. Um uh so um then Rose also looking to be helpful. Um offers something else that they can do, which is uh, the theme of the wedding. And she suggests a traditional theme, which is contentment isn't just for cows. (laughs) What do you think that looks like?
1: It reminds me of something, like if I was thinking of a Maria Abramovic, am I saying her name right? I think I am the artist, Maria Abramovic. Um, If she threw a wedding, it would probably be like that where you would it would be a theme that you would be like okay cool so maybe rose is a great artist and we just don't know it
0: maybe 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 i mean we know it's a lot of cows um even though it's weird this fern woman absolutely loves it yeah um even though all rose said was that like the groom would wear black and the bride would wear white um, but you know that there are cows involved in that,
1: um, yeah. for So we find out that Charlie was lactose intolerant, which feels very strange for a farmer who I think probably worked with dairy.
0: Oh yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Oh mm. Or, you know, he wasn't a farmer. He was a salesman, wasn't he? Yeah. He was he a was salesman. salesman but, I mean, they his... had farms all around him. I'm just, I just don't feel like people in that part of the country are lactose intolerant. There's just so much cheese.
0: There's so much cheese and so much dairy everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Their bodies yeah. just get used to it. It's in the water, mm-hmm. literally.
0: <laughs> the yeah. cheese is in the water. In the water. Um, meanwhile, Roland has realized another $200 is missing.
1: That's 500 um, now. That's I a lot of money.
0: I know, $500. That's a
1: lot of money. 93 What is, I mean, well, we'll get to it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so then, um, Blanche has this really great line where, um, she's like, you know, it's someone who works at this hotel, whoever it is, it's just playing dumb. And then there's this amazing physical comedy bit that Betty White does
1: laughed so hard.
0: I, for those of you who, for whatever reason, can't see the episode or haven't been able to see it Rose is at the front desk in the lobby, kneeling down out of sight of the camera, and her hand comes up into frame and she's holding a notebook and she puts it on the counter, but she accidentally hits the bell on the desk and yeah. she stands up and goes, can I help you? But of course there's nobody there. So she bends back down. She picks up another notebook, puts it on the, the counter, yep. hits the bell, comes back up. Can I help you? And nobody's there. And she's like, darn those kids.
1: Can I just tell you, can I just tell you that earlier today, a little bit about my day. I, right before I came home to record or before I came, well, I came home um, and we were recording in the evening time, but I had to watch the episode right when I came home from getting a lot of Botox. Oh, I got so it's fresh. Earlier. Yeah, it's fresh Botox.
0: Well, and also the episode is fresh in your mind.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. But so the Botox was still sort of like setting in my face and there was also a little bit of filler. And so like there was lots of pain in the face that was happening this afternoon and I watched the episode after I had all of that happen, like maybe 30 minutes after it happened. And I laughed so hard and it hurt so much to laugh that hard because I was still kind of in a little bit of pain, still kind of am. And I've, it was ne- it was completely worth it because it was so funny. It was, it was so funny.
0: So funny.
1: My expression on my face can't move right now, but trust me, I am smiling and laughing. <laughs>
0: I believe it. I believe it. Um, so Blanche and Roland confront her and they're like, um, Rose, let's talk about the money that you took. And Rose is so relieved upon hearing this because she's had the secret for a really long time and it's finally out in the open. Um, and I think we should listen to uh, Rose's story
1: right now. Oh, I knew I'd get caught eventually. Thank goodness it's out in the open. I don't have to hide anymore. How did Jurgen find me? <laughs> Jurgen who? Jurgen Stroh von Brudengirder, <laughs> the boy I took the nickel from in the third grade. He was the class magician, and he was doing this trick on me, you know, where you put a nickel in one ear and pull it out the other. Well, somehow the nickel got lost between my ears. You know, I've never been able to get that nickel off my mind. Poor Yurgi, He wanted so much to be a magician. I ruined his life. We know how he feels, Ross. My
0: favorite thing about this story is that Rose has been living with it for roughly a hundred years and she (laughs) accidentally stole the nickel. She didn't even steal it on purpose. And it's just one of of those sweet Rosen Island things.
1: Where there's so much guilt that she's held for so long. And then it turns out
0: she was just being, she was just fine. Nothing big. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I ruined his life. It was so sweet. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, it wasn't Rose. So then Roland's like, maybe it was Sophia that stole the money and Blanche is like, oh, no way. You know, Sophia's like a mother to me. She would never steal from us. I would never dream of accusing her. And then this is where they do that smash yeah. cut you're talking to where now Blanche is sitting at the kitchen table with Sophia and she goes, all right, you little witch, where's the money? <laughs> and Sophia goes, I'm not talking screw. And by the way, that was a nickname, not a suggestion. And they go back and forth doing this really fun bit where Blanche is kind of acting like a cop interrogating a suspect. And I know we just listened to um, a clip from the show, but we have to listen to this because it's so funny.
1: Okay, Sophia,
0: you don't want to talk? Perhaps you'd prefer to listen to one of Rose's St. Olaf stories. <laughs> Please, Blanche, I told you. I didn't take the money. Okay, Rose, give her the Uncle Herky story and don't hold back on the talking
1: chickens. (laughs) Blanche, there are no talking chickens in the Uncle Herky story. Yeah, that's right. There's no talking chickens. There's tick-talking chickens. Little poultry time bombs, every one of them. Emotional messes. They roam through the countryside. Stop it, Blanche, stop it, stop it. Oh, ho, I knew it was you all along. It's not me. I just wanted to hear the Uncle Herky story from Rose. It sounds pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I laughed so hard at. Okay, Rose, give it the Uncle Herky story, and don't hold back on the talking chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, oh,
1: so good.
0: I love that Rose's Saint Olaf stories are um, considered like torture devices. Or yeah, whatever. they've
1: become they've become the the method of like punishment. Yeah. yeah, people will talk if they have to hear one of the yeah. stories. Yeah
0: um also when blanche said tick tocking chickens yeah i know I know, she, I know she didn't mean like chickens on TikTok, tock but that's immediately where my mind my went. my mind went I was, there
1: too <laughs> yes
0: i was like oh my gosh blanche devereau predicted the future
1: well and if you think about it rose Nylon would like someone would have taught rose how to do tick tock and then she would have gotten bessie to play the, the piano and it would become viral on TikTok. I know that oh, in fact.
0: Oh my gosh, you're right.
1: I, I know that you're would right. happen. So many things would happen from the ferret. were they ferrets? What were they? The Minks, the, the, the Minks. Yeah, they would she would film something with that. There are so many moments of animals with Rose that she would baby the
0: pig. Yeah. Oh, baby the pig would have been huge on TikTok.
1: Huge, literally and figuratively.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. It would count Bessie, Count Bessie the TikTok chicken.
1: Count Bessie would be the name of the account. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, okay, wow, well, i um, Someone's gonna start So, you, go. <laughs> so uh, you know, so Chewy has, you know, stood up for Sophia and Sophia thanks Chewy for being the one friend who, you know, sticks up for her and, you know, believes that she didn't take the money. And Sophia, as she's walking away, she goes, besides, I think it's obvious who stole the money or should I say, dinero. <laughs> oh no he's being racially profiled
1: yeah not cute but it's also something that I, the friendship between Chewy and Sophia it's I could see them joking with each other about like I can you know what I mean mm-hmm. also Sophia I don't think is necessarily even doing that Sophia is just doing she'd do it against anyone she, she doesn't she would do anything to, she would talk about you know the money that Blanche gets sleeping with men like she would go down so many dirty paths just to like get herself all out of the spotlight
0: and also just remember from the pilot, she had a stroke and hurt that filter. She has no filter. Yeah, so she has
1: No filter, no concept of it, which is.
0: Um, so eventually everybody's left the kitchen. It's just Blanche and Rose. And Rose is like, so I've made up my mind. I'm going to get back together with Miles. And honestly, I was like, oh, gosh, yeah, I forgot about the storyline because they had spent so yeah. much time on the money thing.
1: I know it's wild.
0: Um, so Rose says that she's telling Blanche, like, look, it took her 10 years to get over Charlie. She doesn't have that kind of time again.
1: Yeah. And
0: she admits that she's settling, but she can't afford to be proud. And that just broke my heart.
1: I know there's so the from here on out, the, the Rose storyline to me is actually very sad.
0: Yeah, like, same. It, I was so it, sad. It,
1: it just, it made me, it made me think how great of a person Rose is, but also how, Just another example of miles fucking her over
0: Uh uh-huh um but she said that um she misses him so much that she even you know calls him at night and just like sits there on the phone like just to hear his voice you know and he's saying like do you know what time it is if this happens again i'm calling the police and you know blanche is like doesn't he recognize your voice and she's like no Cause she talks to him through a kazoo and she says, you blew it big time, smart boy. And I like that she pranks him. Yeah. I do like that. She pranks him. I'm like, good. I yeah. hope she's calling when he's like, in the middle of like taking a dump and yeah. he like he's like ah oh, and he like scrambles to get up from the toilet and he doesn't like wipe very well to get to the phone just to have it be a prank call to be like oh i got poop everywhere
1: or sorry i've had, had I to deal with a
0: lot of baby poop yeah today, so it's i know on my parents mind.
1: often have poop on the brain and i'm used to that um but what i would have done to get back at miles, which is, I've done this. It's my old trick. Don't do it so much anymore because I'm a nice person. But
0: Oh, I know um, exactly what you're going to say. And I've
1: said it on the podcast before, but I'll just (laughs) say it again. Tell
0: it for the new listeners. And I'm going to take a bite of this marshmallow that I've got sitting here. Go,
1: Please, subscribe them to People Magazine. It is a surprisingly expensive magazine to subscribe to because it's a weekly. You want that. You want a New Yorker. You want a People Magazine. You go to Barnes & Noble or your local bookstore. You pull out the whole Bill Me Later little card you stick it in the post office yes i'm not saying i'm not advising you to do this i'm just saying i have done it i'm admitting to it and i I, it's fine it i get that it's probably a crime but it's a harmless crime really (laughs) and you get a year of people magazine and when you get it it's like oh people magazine i can read all about like you know, Sandra Bullock or like Viola Davis or whatever. Like, I can be all about the stars and have so much fun. Then at the end of the year, you get the bill, and it's like, who did this to me? And Rose is just like, ha, 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 sitting there pretty, waiting for that bill to come. I'm just saying, it's a great idea. Did no?
0: That's gonna be too much of a tangent. I don't want to go on my <laughs> magazine tangent. Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, thank you for giving me the time to eat some of my crunchy marshmallow. You're I welcome. hope it wasn't too loud. No, it wasn't. Um, so, uh, so, so yes, she has decided she's getting back together with miles. Oh. Um, a little while later, Rose is with Fern and they're going over the details of the cow wedding. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Rose is like, you know, after you and your new husband kiss, you'll walk back up the aisle. Your bridesmaids will moo <laughs> now. We can assume these are cows, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know where they're getting cows for the hotel.
0: Me the hotel. neither.
1: That's they don't have
0: m- mon- enough money for an ice sculpture, but they've got enough money to bring in like six cows and their handlers. And
1: I don't know Florida very well, but and I, I'm sure there are cows in Florida. But it's not the climate is not necessarily great for cows. I don't think. You know, like it's not, it's not a dairy state.
0: No, I, I mean. Again, what are these women doing with their money? But anyway.
1: We know. We'll find out in a little bit.
0: <laughs> yep. Um. So so Rose is telling uh, Fern how excited she is today because she's going to be getting back together with her whole boyfriend.
1: Yeah. And
0: Fern's like, that's great. You know, I'm just so excited that I found a man. I'm out of the dating scene. This is and obviously like- they're both talking about Miles. And it kind of reminds me of the episode where Stan is getting yes, married to Catherine and it. Dorothy meets her at the bar and they're both talking about the same man without realizing it.
1: The and one then, episode Catherine wife, yeah.
0: Yeah, the one episode Catherine wife.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and then who do you think walks into the hotel at that exact moment? <sighs> Miles Weber, not my real name. And they're both like, I hi, Miles.
1: Fern that. I wonder if he told Fern about his past. Probably not.
0: Probably not. Um, and okay. So the other thing is too, is that it, yeah, I mean, I know it's for the story, but yeah, it feels like they don't really communicate too much because she doesn't know. I mean, I don't know. She doesn't know about Rose, I guess, or she doesn't know much about Rose, And she's also the one that I know she wants to surprise him, but she's also planning an entire wedding without him. Yeah. And I feel like she's saying she wants to do it as a surprise, but really it's because Miles is emotionally distant and not interested. That's what I I think.
1: How do you get married to someone without ever discussing any of your past relationships? Like (sighs) that to me is- Sure, the minuscule ones, the ones that like were a couple of weeks, don't, you don't need to talk about those. But the ones that you were together with someone for years, Mm -hmm. that you were potentially considering marriage at some point, that you were going to get married to go on a vacation you won from a magazine, like, you were going to get married to this person. Mm -hmm. You tell someone that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You also tell them that Miles isn't your real name.
0: Oh my, well, <laughs> I, I had a big note about that later. I was like, does she even know? She doesn't yeah. know. She doesn't even oh. know that you're that that's not yeah. even your real name. But she does
1: look great in that wedding outfit that she had. I
0: thought so too.
1: She looked so good. Oh Ugh. my
0: gosh, she looked amazing. It was like sexy wedding business attire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was like the pencil skirt and like the... I don't know the jacket Michael would like kill me be like yeah. what are you calling those I'm the same way
1: I'm like I don't know
0: it was just I, I think it was a pencil skirt and a um like a jacket and there was like a headpiece. piece <laughs> I don't know anyway she looked amazing um so yeah so they both see Miles and Rose is like um that's the boyfriend I'm getting back together with and Fern's like uh that's the man I'm marrying and then Sophia to like break the ice is like that's my secret lover <laughs> it's very funny <laughs> um so this is and then we're back from our act break yeah. um the one thing i don't like about fern in this episode is when she confronts miles mm-hmm. she's like you were planning on getting back together with this woman yeah i feel like no res- putting the emphasis on the word this made no her ris- seem like ew this disgusting woman if she yeah. had just said you were planning on getting back together with this woman," That would have been fine, but it was was this woman, and I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Do not blame Rose. Look your man in the eye. He's the one you have to blame for this.
1: In that situation, you don't go after the woman who potentially has your man's heart. You go after the man who is screwing both of these women over. This isn't Maury. We're civilized. This isn't Jerry.
0: We're civilized. So, Miles admits to Rose that he was coming to see her, but not to get back together, but to tell her he's getting married.
1: Which and I respected. Then I respected that
0: That he wanted to do it in person.
1: Yes, I respect sure. that it, it there, there's a clusterfuck of a problem here, and I do like that he was going to tell her because you know you want to find if that's that's a consideration of their time together. I appreciate that.
0: Sure, but then to kind of like rub salt in her wound. When like Fern or Rose, one of them mentions how they were going to have like a cow themed wedding. He gets really excited, like, oh, really? Yeah.
1: And Rose is
0: like, whose idea do you think that was? How many times did you and I talk about a cow wedding?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and again, not his fault because Fern was trying to be sweet and planning it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he has the balls yeah. to call her
1: sweetheart. I can't. I can't.
0: Rose, I can't. Oh. sweetheart. No no no, no 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 no
1: no no. You take my name out of your mouth.
0: Oops, yeah.
1: I didn't say I didn't want to do the Will Smith yeah. thing, but that's what Rose should have done. You take my name out of your mouth.
0: But she says, "Don't call me sweetheart." Good. And then, that's- oh, this killed me. She says, "This was supposed to be our wedding, our life."
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And then she says, you blew it big time, smart man. And she storms off. And then all of a sudden, Miles is like, Oh my God, she's the kazoo woman, which I thought was a funny callback. Yeah, that but is- like, that's what makes it even just that much more sad is that this is the wedding that yeah. Rose wanted for you two. And here she was thinking that she was going to give it to this other woman. She's like, You know what? I couldn't have that wedding, yeah. but I want this other woman to have it because it's going to be really sweet, not realizing. That she's gonna have it with the man, uh huh. The man that it's wrote like when she was Phyllis
1: stole with. Pam's wedding. Yep, that's what it is.
0: It's just like when Phyllis stole Pam's wedding. That's
1: the same, but that was only because Phyllis was lazy. But yes,
0: <sighs> yeah, Phyllis and Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. refrigeration yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, it's late at night, mm-hmm. and Chewy is sitting in the kitchen all by himself in his bathrobe, trying to find recipes for a cow wedding.
1: Which I mean, you know. Roast beef.
0: But but can you, if you're going to have cows at the altar, which again, I'm making an assumption that when the bridesmaids moo, it's actual cows and not poor women, they've just asked to moo.
1: I moo really well.
0: Would you want to do it at a wedding in front of other people though?
1: I did it in a play once.
0: Well, but that's a play. Were you playing a cow or were you doing an impression of a cow as a character?
1: No, I was, yeah, I was, a, I was a metaphorical cow.
0: Yes. So that adds up. Yeah, yeah. That
1: scarred me, actually.
0: You want to take a minute?
1: No, it's fine. We can go okay. on.
0: Okay. <laughs> you let me know if you need to step away.
1: Thank you. I'll eat some roast beef.
0: Oh, I don't eat pig or cow anymore. I haven't for years.
1: Really?
0: Um, yeah, Stan does. I Stan's a vegetarian, and mm-hmm. I mostly don't eat meat. But anyway, um, so then Rose comes in, and she can't sleep. Um, but she has a recommendation, like because Chewie's like, "Well, what do cows eat?" And she's like, "Well, cows eat grass." So Chewie thinks maybe he'll make some of his special brownies, <laughs> which every, I feel which like at the perfect. time, yeah, at the time when anybody saw Cheech Mary make a weed joke, they would like turn to their significant other or their family yeah. and be like, "Because of Cheech and Chong, oh, you yeah. such a bad." It's a,
1: it's a it was a great. It, I I liked that a lot. It made me happy.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, Sophia then comes down. She can't sleep because Blanche accused her of stealing. Um, but then it's really funny because she puts her purse on the table and Rose is like, Sophia, that's my purse. Then Blanche comes in. I think the reason why they had the scene at night is because they're like, oh, wait, we already said that this episode takes place over two days because that's yeah. how long they have to plan the wedding. So they were like, oh, we just got to do a scene at late at night. Yeah. Um, So then Blanche says she can't sleep, you know, because of the wedding. And then I think she actually does something really sweet, which is she says to Rose, like, look, if you don't want to host this wedding, we absolutely don't have to, which I think it's nice to not put that on Rose to make that decision, but, you know, Rose, you know, Being selfless Rose is like, you know what? It's okay. We need the business. And there's Um, so
1: much of that in this episode and it just hurts me so much. I want her to hers.
0: So question, two part. One, would you be able to host an ex's wedding? Like a recent ex who you'd like totally get back together with? And then if so, if you did host it, would you host it like in a good way as like a nice person, a decent person? Or would you want to like sabotage it?
1: I would think of ways to sabotage for sure. Um, but no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because like, I know, I know me, I need that separation. You know what I mean? I need that clean break because it just, I need it. I like, I I'm, I'm fully in favor of like you unfollow you, you just, or you mute or like you get them out of your life just until you can cope emotionally, because that's an important step. And I think it's healthy.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't think I could host it. I think it would be too hard.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just too hard, too much. Yeah. And also what good does that do? I mean, sure you want them to be happy, but they can be happy without your involvement. Like you don't need it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, you know, unless kids
1: are involved, kids are different.
0: Mm. oh kids change a lot of things
1: if my spouse was getting married and i was okay with the spouse and, and it was recent sure but like i wanted my kids to be happy i would probably suck it up and do it but mm-hmm. fortunately Fraser's never gonna ask that of me so i don't have to do that
0: you can just watch the nancy myers movie it's complicated
1: <laughs> yeah i love that. oh wait
0: but i don't think meryl streep ever goes to oh it's somebody else's wedding but alec baldwin is there yeah, yeah. with um Oh my gosh, in a world, what's her name? Why am I missing her name? I love it so much. She's like, she's such an amazing actor and I'm having a hard time. Who plays Alec Baldwin's wife in It's Complicated. I have no clue. She she also wrote and directed and starred in the movie in a world, Lake Bell, thank you, Lake Bell. I said, thank you to myself. Nobody gave me that answer like (laughs) off the mic, Um, Lake Bell. Anyway, fantastic actor. so the next day, Rose is decorating the dining room for the wedding. So hard. And I know Miles wants to talk to her. And he's like, look, you know, we, we're not gonna have the wedding here. Like, I don't want to do that to you.
1: Good.
0: And and then Rose, oh, and again, I just wrote heart is broken. She says, It's not Miles, you have to have your wedding here. It's not about the business, it's not the money. You have to get married here so that I can have closure. I have to see you get married to truly know our relationship is over and to get on with my life.
1: Which some people need, which I get, I fully get, but it's heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. I just was like, oh Rose. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to just jump through the TV screen and hug her. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Blanche is in the office and she's just counting out some money. money from petty cash. And yeah. Roland runs in and he goes, aha caught you with your pants down and Blanche goes it's not exactly like being the first man on the moon (laughs) and he's like you're stealing money that's embezzling and she's like I'm not embezzling I'm just borrowing some money and then Roland goes yeah and Mickey Rooney's not short he's just a couple blocks away
1: which I got that joke I got the joke but the audience really went wild for that joke and I was like it wasn't that funny (laughs) y'all
0: it did have a really long applause break It Um, did,
1: and I was like what did Mickey Rooney do something that year that made everyone think that was so funny
0: I don't I don't know I mean I chuckled I thought it was funny but yeah I got a big laugh and of course as all you Golden Girls fans know Mickey Rooney played Sophia's boyfriend Rocco yeah on the Golden Girls yeah um so Blanche is like I'm not embezzling. I'm taking this money to hire a private investigator to figure out who's taking the money
1: because she thinks it's her money because it's her business. Which, to me, that's what I meant earlier. Where the, the logical explanation is these women are bad at business. And they're if so they're, bad at business. If, if Blanche owns the building and she needs a little bit of money, then she's going to see it as like, oh, well, this is my money. I own this place, you give me money to stay here. My money.
0: Well, the thing is too, is like, first of all, again, she's hiring just put aside that for a second. She's gonna waste money to hire a private investigator when again five people and a missing boy work at that hotel. But you wanna waste PIs are so expensive, but Mm -hmm. sure you need to fix the oven, but no, no hire your private investigator. Yeah. And, and Roland is like, okay, well, if you're doing that, did you at least like, are you putting a receipt in the drawer? And she's like, no, why would I do that? It's my money. So here's the thing. Like you're saying, it's not her money. It's the businesses, right? Yeah. So if she were so that, the, the, yeah, the business has its own checking account, banking yeah. accounts, because yeah. it's, assuming it's incorporated, it's a corporation, whatever. If Blanche were cutting herself paychecks, like through payroll from the golden palace, the business to herself, then yes, that money is hers to spend however she pleases. Yeah. But that money, like you said, is the business's money. Yeah. So if Blanche, as someone who owns the business is going to spend that money You need to have receipts for those business expenses for your tax purposes. If you get audited, simple, you know, you're going to be doing your QuickBooks. You got to make sure all that shit lines up. I cannot believe that Blanche Devereaux, someone who also claims to like have a checkbook and know how to (laughs) write checks and stuff, doesn't understand that when you take money out of your business, you need to have a receipt for what that money is for.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I know, but also I Roland should get should know that this is just the women not knowing what to do with the business. Oh, Another and, example.
0: And what does Blanche say when he tells her when he spells it out and goes that's embezzling. Whoopsie. Does <laughs> but oh, I'm just I'm so I just I cannot believe how irresponsible it is. So then she admits she does this all the time.
1: <laughs> Probably instead, thousands of dollars. And
0: instead of going, oh my gosh, you know what? Let me go back and I'm gonna let me. I'm gonna get receipts for all this stuff. We're gonna get these books balanced because this is a business that is not only mine that I share with two other women. This is our livelihood right now. We sold yeah. our house. We live at this hotel. This hotel puts a roof above our heads. Instead of like saying that she's gonna like work it all out she takes out even more money to buy herself a new dress.
1: It's <laughs> bad. But also, get a girl. I mean, cool. They do <laughs>
0: not have a working oven. Yeah. <laughs> I think, honestly, out of all the egregious things that Blanche Devereaux has done while running this business that we call the Golden Palace, this is the worst.
1: This is pretty bad. I mean... Yeah, this is pretty bad.
0: Like I said, Ro- like Rose and Sophia, they need to buy her out of this hotel.
1: Yeah, Blanche like, also, is don't sinking it into the it ground. <laughs> sell it to Roland.
0: <laughs> sell it to Roland, seriously. Let Roland and Chewie have it. All right. Anyway, a nice
1: volleyball.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, the volleyball. I'm gonna. Be- I can't wait to talk to you about the volleyball episode. Um. So now the wedding is happening. Fern's in the kitchen wearing her gorgeous wedding outfit. Oh, that's right. She also had gloves. I forgot yeah. she had like long gloves. Oh. Um, so Fern is She's also one
1: of the rare pe- actresses. I mean, rare people who because if you, if you notice in the Golden Girls, they don't do profile shots a lot. If you I, if never noticed this, but it's often they do like either, you know, angled or like front on shots, but it's rarely ever sort of from the side. Mm-hmm. And Fern, bravely Went from the side, and she looked good.
0: Oh. She looked good. Oh, I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. She yeah. did look good in that dress or that yeah. outfit, and not even a dress; it's an outfit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So she's kind of pacing, and Rose comes in. She's and, doubting herself. Yeah, she's like Fern's. Like, I don't think I can go through with this wedding. Like, I yeah. just looked through the little, you know, the little square door going from the kitchen to the dining room. She's like, I just looked out and I saw Miles and. I panicked, like making, maybe I'm making a huge mistake. And I was really hoping in that moment that Rose would be like, put her hands on her shoulders and be like, yes, get out. This man cheated on me. His real name is Nick Carbone or whatever. Like this isn't even his real name. Like, but instead Rose is like, look, you're making a huge mistake if you don't marry that man. And then she goes on to list all these like amazing attributes about Miles again, without mentioning the man cheated on her.
1: Yeah. And was in a witness protection program, which is something I want to know if I'm marrying you. Like a simple like, have you ever been arrested? What's your mom's name? What's your name? Okay. Like, what's, those seriously,
0: are. What's your? Is that your? It's Miles. Whoever you're. Those really
1: are on? important questions.
0: Um. <laughs> so then, Fern asks Rose what I think is an incredibly inappropriate question. She yeah. says, "Why would Miles pick me over you?"
1: Which, but what I, I
0: love. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I, well, I, I kind of love that that she asked that question only because it's giving Rose the respect that I think she's owed in the situation, the way she's handling it. You know what I mean? She's handling it with a lot of class, even though it's breaking my heart, she's handling it with a lot of class. And I like that Fern recognizes, this is a great woman. This is a wonderful woman. I what, how do I stand up? Why am I worthy of this in your presence? Which I, even though it's, it's putting Rose in a weird situation, I think it's respectful the same token.
0: I hear you but she's also assuming that Miles was the one who dumped Rose.
1: That's true. That's When true. in
0: reality. But you want to think He was that. he was like I'm cheating and he's like maybe we can work it out and she's like uh-uh, bye-bye.
1: Yeah, but so, at this time if you if she's Fern is always team Miles here. Like Fern will be team Miles. So like there's no giving Rose the benefit of the doubt in this situation.
0: It, what I ahead
1: no i mean that's it that's gonna be team miles
0: what i did enjoy was rose's response which was kind of a backhanded compliment where she's like i guess he'd rather have someone to look at than someone to talk to
1: did you get the audience laughter it a was immediate sure but like there was a bit of a pause because i don't think people got it at first Mm -hmm. and even me listening to it i was like wait that's a read like it was it was fully a, a, like a drag queen read in the back of a room. When you would say to someone, "Guess they want to hear you instead of looking at you." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's it's sort of like a it was a sassy sassy thing, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a great line. So yeah. then fern goes out to mary miles and rose is watching the wedding through the window at the kitchen door and she's crying and blanche kind of comes up to her and you know and rose is like you know they're happy tears or whatever she says she's happy she's happy for him um but it's very clear that she's sad um
1: and blanche like Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, Blanche wraps up the oven storyline because I guess the guy came up to service her and didn't look at the oven. Which, like, again, Blanche has had so many opportunities to make a good business decision, and she has failed to do so at literally every checkpoint.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) But yeah, it was kind of a bittersweet. It yeah, doesn't say
1: something at the end where she's like, I love weddings or something, which is like,
0: well, she said that the reason why she's crying is because like she loves weddings, but really but she's obviously just sad, which she's I thought sad. was,
1: I thought was a really sweet poignant moment at the end that sort of, you know, finally, hopefully, finally killed off miles. I'm here for it. Goodbye. My goodbye. Miles. We don't want you go way back to Nick, whatever you are
0: yes and this is actually it this is like goodbye Thank miles God. for good goodbye and good thing, riddance
1: the only thing good about golden palace not getting renewed is that we don't ever have to hear miles's name ever again sorry Miles stands but we hate miles we're team hate miles i'm the president carries the vice president sorry i hate him more and um if you want to be treasurer we're holding elections so please dm us
0: Actually, I like to be treasurer because I'm really good at balancing. I'm, I do. Quick oh, yeah, that's right. You I'm have like, a
1: checkbook. You have a checkbook I'm like
0: pretty good at it. I have a checkbook. You know, okay. I have accounts. I have a so, 401k. If you want to be money market.
1: market, the Kamala to my Joe, let's go, you know, come on through elections for VP coming through for the I hate miles fan club. Let us know what you think in the so, comments.
0: Oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. I would like to be VP and treasurer. I'm also really good at like balancing roles. Like I'm a mother and a wife. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, but no.
0: (laughs) And a podcast (laughs) host. I can do it all. (laughs) Should we talk about the tag of the episode?
1: We should, because I thought it was really cute. Because you could tell, like Michael even made a joke as we were watching it. Well, let's set it up. Let's set it up first.
0: So um, so basically the gist is that Sophia stole $100 yeah. to buy scratch tickets and she's like sitting on the couch in the lobby like feverishly scratching them trying to find a winner and um, I was like looking into her eyes I was like oh my gosh it's Dorothy with the gambling problem.
1: Yeah yeah wild right wild and so she's like she's doing it and as she's it just goes on for a long time and it feels yeah. like the audience was like eating it up as she was like everything little scratch, and then she even would take long pauses on scratching and be like, "No," like and and the audience just loved it. Like she was being such a ham, and Michael was joking that like the director was like, "Okay, break! Someone say break! Someone say cut!"
0: Oh, I don't know if the audience was laughing like that. No, like they were yeah. just like, "Let her go." No, let her go. Um. So yeah, that was the episode. Um, It
1: wasn't my favorite, but it did make me love Rose even more. And any episode that makes me love Rose even more than I already do is okay by me.
0: Yeah, same thing. Like, it wasn't my favorite. I did, you know, like that Uncle Herky and the talking chickens. Like, there were a bunch of lines that made me laugh, but mostly my heart broke for Rose. Um, But again, I'm just like, oh, thank God, Miles is gone.
1: I know. I know. Bye, Miles. Should we take a little break and come back with a golden takeaway?
0: Yes, we should.
1: We are back with our golden takeaway. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Carrie, what is your golden takeaway from this episode?
0: Um, I think my golden takeaway is... I didn't think about this one. I usually think about them before we record. <laughs> do you have a golden
1: takeaway? I do have a golden takeaway. I, my golden takeaway from this episode is there is a science to a read, I think. And, and Rose's read of Fern being like, you know, I guess he wanted to listen to you, not look at you, or whatever she said. Um, I'm not good at reads. I'll admit it. I'm not good at being nice, being nice and being shady. Like, and to me, that's the perfect read. And Rose, could be probably the best reader in the history of reads because she is so nice that whenever she does say something condescending or mean, it's still gonna come off as nice. And that to me makes the perfect read. So if you wanna make fun of me, please tag me in comments at reply me, read me, read me. Cause I wanna hear and read them all. Be a rose and read me.
0: Oh, that sounds like something you could put on a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my golden takeaway is you know in this episode I really really enjoyed the um, the physical bit with Betty White and the dinging of the bell.
1: Oh that was so. Fun. And
0: I just want us to all appreciate, especially in sitcoms, the physical comedy and the direction and the blocking mm-hmm. um, that these shows, we're just so good at doing back then. So, and you see it in friends a lot. Will and grace. Oh yeah, my gosh. Oh my Early God. seasons of Will and Grace.
1: Iconic. Just
0: the physicality, the the physical humor. I'm I'm thinking of the Will and Grace episode Das Boob, where, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, the, where Deborah with, Messing with the had
0: the water balloon yeah. boobs, and her and Eric McCormick just that. Whole scene where her boobs are leaking and he's got his hands over them and they're trying to plug up these leaking so boobs funny. all the way back to I Love Lucy, you yeah. know, just really appreciating physical comedy in yeah. a multi-camera sitcom where and, they're performing it in front of a live audience. So yeah. that also feeds into the performance and it's like theater in a way. And it's just- I love it. Like, let's all appreciate it for a second.
1: I'm down. I already do. And I will continue to. <sighs> Amazing. Well, thank you all for listening. What are we watching next week, Carrie?
0: Uh, next week we will be watching the episode "Runaways." Is it about Oliver? I honestly can't remember, but it seems like maybe it is from the title.
1: I hope so because I've I kind of low key miss Oliver. Like, what happened to poor Oliver? Is he on a milk carton somewhere? Oh, oh Oliver. We'll, we'll
0: get we'll 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 get back to Oliver. Oliver shall return.
1: Well, as you guys know, we are part of the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network and you can download the hoo ha -ha app to listen to us and all kinds of other great podcasts. You can also listen on Apple TV and you can find us on social media at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter, out on the Lanai Official on Instagram, Golden Girls Pod on Facebook. And I am H. Allen Scott and Sadie Pines on everything. And if you do listen to the podcast and you're coming to the Golden Girls Con this weekend, please come say hello to me. And come to my panels and all the things that I'll be doing. They'll be posting the schedules and stuff. And let me know that I'm pretty because um, there's, there's weeks of work being put into getting ready for three days. And it's, it's, let me just say, I'm very tired. I've not slept much.
0: And I will tell everyone, H. Allen has been filling me in on some fun details um, about uh, what their experience is going to be like at the Golden Con. And you should all go and you should all go find Sadie Pines and say (laughs) hello. And I, of course, will be there in spirit um, as an ethereal sort of translucent, like think of Rose in the uh, Bahambug <laughs> Chewy episode. I will just be floating in spirit above um, H. Allen and, uh, and Elliot's shoulders.
1: <laughs> Where can people follow you on the internet?
0: Oh, I think I said, did I say it? I'm no. I'm so tired. I have no. a baby. You all know this. I'm squidzy on Instagram. I'm Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. And I am now the proud renter of a light sage green accent wall
1: (laughs) (laughs) and make sure you give us a little rating and review because it really does help the podcast and we really really do appreciate it and I also want to say too that you really should be following the social accounts this weekend while I'm at golden girls con because if you can't be there we will be tweeting and sending videos out and all that stuff all weekend so follow there Um, and that's it guys remember as as
0: always Stay Stay golden.
1: golden! Thank God Miles is gone.